You're listening to Sarah Archer and episode 160 of the Speaking Club podcast. Going to start this show with a quote from Frank Zappa. Your mind is like a parachute. It doesn't work if it's not open. I started this podcast for two reasons. Because I want to help people recognise the power of stories and humour in speaking and because I believe it's your message that counts, not the number of ums and ahs you use. There are some organisations that want to create robot speakers. They want you to sacrifice your personality in order to speak perfectly. But I want to let you know that you can be yourself and a sensational speaker. So... If you want to be a speaker that connects and engages authentically through stories, a speaker that gives value as well as a great performance, then welcome home. Welcome! I hope you're full of the joys of spring. I know I am. It's been some lovely weather here. And I was doing a talk for a company this week, which was quite exciting. Nice to be doing those again. And this was on the power of storytelling in business. And amongst the questions I got afterwards was this one. Can you make boring topics interesting? And I understand why I got asked that question and it's not the first time it's come up and why people might feel it's an issue. Because let's face it, on the surface, some topics look drier than the Sahara Desert and a lot of people will get blocked from sharing their message because they struggle to see how they can make it interesting. But I don't believe there's any subject that you can't make engaging for an audience. And that's what I want to show you in this episode. So if you've dreaded your turn to pitch at a networking meeting, or you've said no to speaking opportunities, or you've stopped yourself from doing a podcast or video or webinar because you think your subject is boring, then this is for you. My challenge here is to show you that you can make anything sexy. So I decided to start by finding out the most boring subjects in the world. Hello, Google. At the time of recording, according to top10s.com, the 10 most boring topics of conversation are number one, the weather, number two, celebrities, three, personal health, four, Facebook, Five, politics. Six, insurance. Seven, maths. Eight, sports. Nine, baby showers. And ten, rocks. Now, I'm guessing that you're probably thinking, I don't believe that. I'm betting that's because there's at least one topic on this list that you're interested in or you've had an interesting conversation about. And you found that thing interesting because of three ingredients colliding. Now, I'd already planned to talk to you about one of these ingredients. But in the course of my research and planning for this show, I reminded myself of the two others, which are described in Malcolm Gladwell's book, The Tipping Point. Now, the premise of his book is that certain conditions cause messages to go viral. I'm going to share my take on those things from his book. But for a more in-depth look at this idea, do go and check it out yourself. And I've put a link to that book in the show notes. So the three laws that Gladwell suggests need to be in play to make a message go viral are the law of the few, the stickiness factor and the power of context. Now, the law of the few 
is about sharing your message with the right people. The stickiness factor is about how engaging the content of the message is and the power of context is the social and environmental factors in play when the message is received. And here's an example of how these things working together can turn something very ordinary into something extraordinary. Okay, so this year I'm planning to walk 2.5 kilometres, about 1.55 miles for charity. Would you sponsor me? I'm guessing you might be thinking something along the lines of, why would I sponsor you for that? It's about 4,000 steps and I do more than that in a day walking to and from my kitchen for refreshments. And yet, there is a man who brought hope and light to a nation and raised £32 million by doing just that, walking 1.55 miles. But Captain Sir Tom Moore was 99 years old when he set off and achieved his goal of walking 100 times around his 25-metre garden to raise £1,000 and help others. The facts of this story are that a man walked 100 times around his garden, a total of 1.55 miles, except that the three laws Malcolm Gladwell mentions were at play here. In April 2020, Sir Tom Moore set out to walk those 10 laps of his garden to say thank you to the NHS staff who'd helped him through cancer and a hip operation. His daughter worked for a consultancy firm that has a marketing arm and she thought it would make a nice story for the local media. So she put together a press release and sent it from the company. The content of the message was very sticky. He was 99 years old, a war veteran, walking with a frame, and he'd just come through major health issues. And then there's the context. In April 2020, the world was in lockdown. The pandemic was taking lives and things were bleak. Sir Tom gave people hope in the darkness. Instead of watching the COVID figures, people had an alternative. Look at the number of laps completed and the pounds rising. So those are all in play in that story. And how can we bring this back to sharing our message and boring topics? Well, the first thing is this. As you've heard me say before, you have to share your message with the right audience. Find the people who care about the issue or problem that your message relates to or find a way to position it so that they can see why they should care. The second thing is that you have to make your message sticky. And by that, I mean concrete, engaging, relatable and memorable. And this is a lot easier if you understand your audience and you pick the right one. And lastly, you need to put it in context for them. What does this mean and or what could it mean for your audience? And there are three tools that I want to share with you today that will help you make any subject compelling for your audience. And these are analogies. 
framing devices, and of course, storytelling. I've talked about analogies a lot in previous shows, and these are things that you can compare the thing that you're talking about to that are more easily understood and sort of concrete for your audience. They make it sticky for them. Here's a couple of examples. Cloud storage for computer files and software is kind of like renting a house. You can keep your stuff in there, only someone else owns the space. Or podcasting is to radio like self-publishing is to books. So that's analogies. Then there's framing devices. And I go into more detail on these in episode 50 of the Speaking Club, 5-0. Framing devices allow you to change an aspect or the context of something so that people can experience it in a new way. It's kind of like if you took the same journey, but instead of going by car, you went by boat or doing the same journey, but instead of doing it in 2021, you did it in 1821. The experiences of that same journey would be very different by changing one aspect of it. Theatre companies and film directors are often changing aspects of well-known stories to keep them fresh and exciting for new audiences, like Romeo and Juliet by Baz Luhrmann, for example. And then lastly, building a story around a dry topic is a great way to make it engaging and interesting. So what I wanted to do is use these three tools on some of the boring topics that came up in my search to prove my point that you can make anything sexy. Now, for me, the three things on that list of 10 that stuck out as least exciting were insurance maths and baby showers. So let's start with insurance. It was 1935 and through her tears, Lottie, my great-grandmother, stared at her four children and then her eyes flicked to the new piano in the corner. Why had she been so stupid? Things had been a little tight financially the months before Her husband, Art, had moved the family to a new house recently and then splashed out on a new piano too. So they'd taken the decision to pause payment on some of the non-essentials. But as Lottie began to explain to the four little faces that their father had suddenly been taken ill and wouldn't be coming home and that they would have to leave the house, she wondered how they had ever considered the life insurance payment non-essential. My grandma was only 12 when her father died and whenever she told me about it, she always mentioned the regret her mother felt over that decision. Insurance is not a luxury when it comes to protecting your future. That's insurance and that is actually a true story. Okay then, let's move on to maths. There's a film, you might have heard of it, called A Wonderful Life. It's a wonderful life, in fact. You've probably seen it. And the premise of the film is that a man is shown what the world would have been like and how people he knew would have been impacted 
if he hadn't been born. And what he saw made him swear never to take his life for granted again. And if we did a similar experiment with maths on the world, what do you think the impact would be? If mathematics had never come to be, it would mean no time, no calendars, no buildings, no transport, no recipes, and on and on and on. It's a huge list. But to put it simply, all the comforts of our lives today would be gone. Maths has led to the most exciting discoveries of our lifetime. And the only dull thing about maths is what life would be like without it. That's maths. Okay. And lastly, baby showers. Throughout different cultures and centuries, bringing a baby into the world has been a thing of risk and wonder, celebrated in different but similar ways. Christmas commemorates one of the most famous baby showers around when the three wise men bestowed gifts on the babe in the manger. And until very recently, a pregnant woman had a very strong chance of never seeing the baby she carried. So in that sense, a baby shower is like a version of Thanksgiving, celebrating survival and a new future. But perhaps one of the most important aspects of a baby shower is gathering friends and family around to become involved in the baby's life at the earliest opportunity. Ensuring the pool of future babysitters is as big as it can be. That was my take on it anyway. And so there you go. I hope that as ever that sparks some ideas and the takeaways for you are that nothing is boring. You know, you can make any subject, topic exciting in my humble opinion. And three things that make a message sort of go viral, make it exciting are, you know, telling the right people, making sure your message is sticky and putting the right context around it. And those three tools that you can use to make your topic sexy are analogies. What could they be like? And framing or putting things in a new context so that you're shaping it in a way that makes it more exciting for people. And lastly, stories. Because whenever you put a story around something, it's automatically more engaging. And you can use all of the other tools in your stories as well. So there you go. I hope that's sparked some ideas and given you some tools to use so that you can share your topic in a new way in your speaking and marketing. Now, before I depart, I did want to share something with you. My new standout pitching bootcamp, which is coming up soon. And it's a live two-part workshop where I work with you to develop your marketing message fundamentals so that you've got clarity and you've built connection into your message and elevator pitch. And I don't believe you can share your message effectively unless you've nailed these things. And you can find out more about it and book your spot at storyledmarketing.com slash pitching. Thank you so, so much for listening. 
And do leave a rating or review if you haven't already done so at ratethispodcast.com slash TSC. And I'll be back with you next week. Stay safe and don't forget to go out, grab your life by the nuts and get cracking with your speaking. Take care. Bye-bye. If you want to be more memorable and engaging when you talk, then you need to share more stories. Stories can help you better connect with your audience and their problems and get them leaning in more powerfully than anything else. And short, snackable stories are great to use in pitches, Facebook Lives, podcasts, videos, keynotes, webinars, blogs, in fact, everywhere to share your message and grow your business. The trouble is that finding your snackable stories and confidently sharing them can feel like a struggle. And that struggle can slow you down or stop you in your tracks. But that's where my free snackable story challenge comes in. Over the course of just five days, I'm going to give you resources, training and coaching to help you find your authentic personal stories to share and build your skills and confidence in sharing them. Not only that, but the challenge will guide you towards a tangible result at the end and assets for you to use going forward. The next challenge is starting soon. So to grab your space, go to saraharcher.co.uk slash challenge right now.